Welcome to the Pause Purpose Play podcast with me, Michaela Thomas, clinical psychologist, couples therapist, and founder of The Thomas Connection. I help high-striving busy people let go of the pressure of perfection to create more joy, connection, and compassion in their lives. On this podcast, we promote balance of a burnout through giving you the permission to pause, the curiosity to find your purpose, and the courage to play. Welcome back to the Pause Purpose Play podcast with me, Michaela Thomas. In this week's episode, I want to talk about something that resonated with a lot of people on my Instagram account this week. I created a reel around why perfectionists struggle with meditation. And you know what? It might feel like a trendy buzzword, this idea of meditation. But when we write about this, when we think about the mindfulness or meditation aspects that can be really helpful for creating focus in your mind, I tend to hit upon a lot of resistance in my community of perfectionists. And let me tell you why in this episode. I'm going to keep it brief, but do listen to the end because I have an invitation for you as well. A lot of people who are into sort of self-improvement, self-help, self-care, reading all the posts on Instagram, you know, buying all the books, really see self-care as, a, as another project, as another thing to almost get right or be perfect at. So it feels like meditation is something that you should be doing as part of that, you know, morning routine you still can't quite manage. But meditation and mindfulness is not a trend even though it might feel like that, considering everything you see on social media. It's been around for thousands of years in Eastern philosophy, like Zen Buddhism. It's just that us in the Western world, we're a bit behind on these things. And we like to find research and data and evidence. And you know what? I'm all for that. So now we actually have that research and data and evidence that this ancient wisdom and practice is a way to calm your busy mind get clearer focus, improve your relationships, sleep better and improve the way you relate to food. You know what, it can even improve the way that you relate to sex, heightening your experience of sex. So if mindfulness is this good for you, if meditation is this good for you, why don't you practice it regularly? So stop for a moment. If you're listening to this, I'm willing to bet that you have tried meditation. You've been to some class or you downloaded some apps and you sort of keep falling out of the habit of doing it. Am I right? Before I go on, I want you to just take 20 seconds to think about why that is. Why do you fall out of the habit with meditation and mindfulness or why don't you get started? just a few seconds to reflect for you. And some of the reasons that I've noticed in my community of working with high striving women, you know, overachievers really, for years, well over a decade, I've noticed patterns of why they struggle with meditation. Number one, an all or nothing mindset. You know, if I don't do meditation every day, it doesn't count. And One of the things that is meant to gamify our experience of meditation, which just does not work very well for perfectionists, 
is the Run Streak on Headspace, which is a great app. I love it in so many ways and I've been using it for years. But if you have a run streak, that means that you've meditated several days in a row. Or for someone who gets stuck in an all or nothing mindset, missing a day and thus breaking the run streak can feel really provoking to the point where you then stop meditating altogether. So that was number one, how an all or nothing mindset where we either have to do it perfectly or every day, or it doesn't feel like it counts. Number two, pressure leading to avoidance. So I should and must do it. And that means I don't want to do it. I avoid it because I put pressure on myself to do it. It doesn't become something I choose willingly. It becomes another rigid rule or a must. And we know that putting pressure on yourself to do anything is more linked to procrastination and avoidance. So that was number two, pressure. Number three, valuing achievement more than well-being. So I don't have time. I'm too busy. It doesn't feel like it's a productive thing. That was one of the things that someone dropped into a DM with me is actually I don't feel productive when I sit down to meditate. I feel like an urge to sit down and do something else instead. I should be doing things on my to-do list. Does that resonate with you? I'm willing to bet it does. So that was number three, valuing achievement more than well-being. So you're valuing getting things done more than you value your own health. And that's quite a flippant statement, I know it is, but bear with me. Because number four is blocks around slowing down, not giving yourself the permission to pause. So if you are really stuck in this productivity mindset or overproductivity, always needing to achieve to feel worthwhile, you might be very blocked in doing things to look after yourself, being really blocked in slowing down and giving yourself the permission to pause. And lastly, number five, avoidance of thoughts and feelings showing up, which usually otherwise are buried in busyness. And what I mean by that is that when you do allow yourself to press pause, maybe you have tried a yoga class or you've tried a meditation app and you just didn't like what started coming into your mind. This is something I get told time and time again in Overachievers, that when you start to slow down, and we saw this happening a lot during the pandemic, When you were less distracted by busyness, you were forced to start to think about things you had normally avoided. So difficult thoughts and feelings start to show up and we don't like it so we start to become a little bit more busy again. I'm just going to turn the TV on or I'm going to flick through uh, my Instagram feed again or whatever we can do to distract away from these difficult thoughts and feelings. So I hope that that makes sense, that little list of, by no means all exhaustive list, but a few reasons that I have seen of why perfectionists struggle with meditation. And when they do meditate, when they do pick up this uh, new habit, they easily fall out of the habit when life gets overwhelming. And then they feel really upset with themselves, feel like another failure, feel like they're not good enough and everyone else can do this. What is wrong with me? So the newsflash here, a little light bulb moment, if you may, is that seated meditations like a Headspace app, etc., is not the only way to become more mindfully aware of the world around you and the world inside you. I want to give you one quick tip. Taking one slow breath, focusing on the air going in and out, that is meditation. There's no pressure needed. There's no half an hour seated meditation needed. Just one 
deep, slow breath. So do it with me. If you just put away everything else, you stop scrolling on your phone, you know, even if you're driving, just try to take a deep breath with me and you've meditated. So here we go. Taking a slow, deep breath in through your nose. Filling your lungs with air, noticing that. And then slowly releasing it out again through your mouth. Noticing the air being released in a deep sigh. That's it. You've just meditated. And you know what? If things showed up, like, I don't want to do this. That's a thought that we can notice. That's also meditation. If you notice a feeling of reluctance or distress or even calm, we can notice that. That's meditation. If you noticed that your body was a little bit uneasy or that your body started to suddenly let go and relaxed its tension, noticing that is also meditation. So if we would almost like replace that word meditation with noticing or replacing mindfulness with noticing, it would be a lot easier to take that pressure off because you can notice that you don't want to do it. That is also a mindful awareness. That is also a mindful moment. Noticing how upset you are when the run streak is broken. or Noticing how you are getting too caught up in busyness in order to sit down and meditate. Now, I promise that this will be short. So here we go. Here's my invitation. I would like you to reach out to me if you too are too busy to meditate. I want to be shown some easier ways to take a break before you break. If you want to just download an easy worksheet, you can go to thethomasconnection.co.uk forward slash calm. That's a way to calm the overwhelm. If you would actually like to talk to me, I'm about to release some slots for one-to-one coaching of helping high-striving, busy women take a break before they break. So drop me an email on info at thethomasconnection.co.uk So that's info at thethomasconnection.co.uk And you know what? I just want to make this really accessible for everyone. So you've got my free download and you've got the invitation to connect with me for some one-to-one coaching. So that's kind of my idea of, of making things accessible. I put out free things for people to be able to download them and engage with them, like this podcast, which is actually not free for me to create, by the way and also offering paid options for those who want to dive deeper. If you feel like this is for you, then drop me an email on info at thethomasconnection.co.uk. And as always, do take care of yourself. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. I know it's not easy when you feel busy and overwhelmed to find time for another thing to do. If this is you, if you feel overwhelmed or that you are close to your breaking point, then I've got a downloadable checklist for you that's going to help. This checklist is called Calm the Overwhelm. The first section has signs and symptoms of you being overwhelmed mentally or physically, showing you that you might be close to breaking point or burning out. The second part is 
actionable, easy things you can do to try to slow down and give yourself a break. And the third part is a checklist of all the things that might show up when you're asking yourself to take a break. Perhaps your inner critical voice will have an opinion about why you're not allowed to give yourself the permission to pause. To download this free resource, go to www.thethomasconnection.co.uk forward slash calm. So that's thethomasconnection.co.uk forward slash calm. This episode of the Pause Purpose Play podcast was presented by me, Michaela Thomas. You can find me on thethomasconnection.co.uk. And because great work rests on having a great team, this episode was kindly edited by Emily Crosby Media.